Beef Market Update with Ann Wasco on realagriculture.com is brought to you by Haney Farms. It's time for another uh, Beef Market Update with Ann Wasco of, uh, of Gateway Livestock. And uh, Ann, I know you, you've been busy uh, haying. How are things coming along uh, Coming along in the field in, uh, in your part of Saskatchewan there? Well, of course, as you know, Calvin, we're in that deep southwest uh, corner of the province, which has been uh, very dry, very dry. And uh, we do get a little shot of moisture this week. Uh, but haying for most of us has gone very quickly because there's been absolutely no weather impacts and, uh, and crops are, or the, or the hay crop certainly isn't... Uh, isn't overly abundant, but we are still certainly relying on last year's reserves uh, that got it going, but uh, things certainly drying up now. Okay. Do you see this having an impact? Before we get to some of the other things we want to talk about here, do you see that having an impact on uh, on when we see animals come to market? Well, it's, it certainly could in certain areas, and we, Sean and I talked about that a couple weeks ago, and now things are still pretty quiet still on the, on the runs as we speak. But I think um, as we get closer to flipping the calendar into the 1st of August, you're going to start to see that change and some offerings start to pick up in these areas that uh, are running out of uh, pasture land and, and, and water concerns and all that kind of thing, the things that are going on as we speak. The dryness-related stuff that I think, uh, well, it's, it's certainly devastating. I think we're also getting tired of talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, that's uh, and but then the other side of it is, is you don't have to travel too far, and that's one thing that's good about traveling. You you certainly can get into areas not too far from the southern part of our two provinces that uh, that are in much better shape. So that that's good. Yeah. What have we seen in the the cash market when it comes to uh, to Western Canada here in the in the past weekend? Well, this this week, um, some good news coming out of the U.S., which kind of sets the, hopefully sets the tone for us here in Western Canada. But uh, after coming off pretty good for the last several weeks, they did claw back two to three dollars U.S. in trading, kind of in that southern Texas, Kansas uh, areas at 120. So that that's good news. Now locally, um, the market in Alberta on fed cattle lost oh more than seven dollars live last week. So. That uh, and there's been no trade yet this week, so that kind of drops it down into the low 140. So pretty significant um, reduction from where we'd even been on the first of May, let alone the uh, um, the first of June. So one of the things that certainly we've even seen a bigger impact. Well, two things I guess, Calvin, especially after yesterday's uh, interest rate um, announcement, we've we've seen the appreciation of the Canadian dollar, which is, has a negative in influence on on cattle prices that's one thing and then secondly we've got a basis shift going on and it's happened in the u.s and it's also happening here and simply put that's just meaning that um instead of being a a a premium our our cash cattle price is trading above the u.s um, equivalent market we've now dropped down to below and well well below what we would have been even at this time last year so for example, last week we were $9 a hundred below the U.S. market in Canadian dollars. So we've gone from one extreme to the other. So that kind of qu- kind of quote quietly happens, but at the same time, it's real money that's uh, that's now gone. So in, in light of this weakness, then, and how, what kind of position does this leave cattle feeders in as we get into into the fall run? Well, good question, Kelvin, and that's kind of what's on everybody's minds as we head into the second half of the year, and we've got our yearling run, especially in these areas that are dry. It's going to be starting to happen pretty quickly, and the calves won't be far behind them. 
so you know what's going to happen and i think um certainly looking at how cattle feeders have come you know so far into 2017 they've had a great year from a profitability perspective if they're on the cash market it's been a great year for them better than than all of us many of us uh, were certainly expecting so that's going to augur well for support um, even though cattle prices are coming down and the Canadian dollar is coming up and lots of question marks around what feed prices are going to be this fall, um, certainly that will be supportive. But I think it's going to be um, important for, for those of us selling feeder cattle and calves in this market to remember that this market is adjusting pretty significantly. And, um, and I think one thing that's pretty clear if you go back to last fall and, you know, as lower than we thought last fall, this spring higher than we thought, and as we go into the fall of 2017, I think we have to be prepared for still some pretty violent moves that might, might catch us off guard and surprise. That's without even talking about outside influences or outside factors. So I think um, certainly we've got some support. Cattle feeders have uh, been profitable, and history tells us that's usually been a good thing. Okay. We uh, we continue to inch closer to the the NAFTA renegotiations, and we saw uh, Mexico's Ag Secretary together with Canada's Ag Minister at the the Calgary Stampede this week, where I'm sure they were talking about uh, some of uh, their NAFTA positions there. Uh, on the on the trade front, we uh, we've seen some pretty good numbers now for uh, for the month of May. Yeah, no, we've had a we've had a great month, and you're you're right. We we were talking and watching closely, and and this is why it's an important part of our business you know more than half of our of our beef and cattle uh, equivalents and if you're in the pork industry well more than half um, heads to outside market so where we've been in 2017 is um, has been pretty remarkable may itself was a 10 percent increase from may of 2016 so uh, and year to date for 2017 over 2016 we're up three percent and 2016 just to remind you was was the best we'd had since 2010 so it looks like we're on track to beat it um you know, to the U.S., we're still down 4%. So this has not been a U.S.-led trade market for, for Canada. Japan's been a, been a key uh, factor in what's happened here in 2017. In May, our beef trade to Japan was up 24%. Um, Year-to-date, we're up 35% in Japan. Again, a real clear reminder, even, you know, we've got NAFTA going on in one, one segment of discussions, and then, uh, you know, are we, are we going to be able to have a TPP minus the U.S. kind of discussions going on over here? And, you know, this data reminds you just how important those, uh, those Asian markets are for us here in Canada, whether we're on the beef or pork side. And then finally, China, Hong Kong up 7% in May year-to-date. We're up 6% there, and, and Mexico up 16% year-to-date for uh, beef trade to Mexico. So we're off to, you know, five months under the belt for data, and we're, we're off to a great start for this year. So what is it that's making Canadian exports so, so competitive that, that we are ahead of last year, so far ahead? Well, I think certainly uh, value, you know, compared to where we were priced at in late 15 and early 16, the price of beef at a wholesale level is a better value. Um, and again, with uh, exchange rates uh, also playing a factor into that. So I think that's where I'd kind of mark the key, two keys, specific keys there. But again, the markets that we're going into are growing markets overall that, you know, the expectations, they will continue to demand more protein and more beef from all countries. And we just got to make sure Canada's on that list and at the front of the line. All right. Well, Good to catch up again, Anne. Have a good weekend. All the best with haying, and, uh, and I guess hope you get some rain. Yes, me too. So thanks for that, and same to you, Calvin.